Hello and welcome to the new paradigm of women's awakening, sacred remembering. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. I invite you to step out of the old and into the new. Let's imagine together that we're walking toward a lush and glistening landscape. You notice forests and trees, crystalline water and rich black soil. The soil is different than any soil you've ever seen and you can't help but to take off your shoes and slide your toes into the soil. You've never seen or felt soil so rich or so replenishing. Your feet begin to sink down and into the soil like feet do as we stand beside the ocean and waves lap at our ankles. And as you sink down into this soil ankle deep, you realize that you are in touch with something else. There's this golden thread, this gold frequency that runs through this soil. It connects everything, like mycelium. It's in the earth, the trees, in you. And as you lift your head and you look around, you realize that there are other women also in this grid, the soil, connected via the gold frequency a unified network, and you are a part of it. And you breathe this all in deeply into the space of your heart. Welcome to Sacred Remembering, the podcast and live community for modern women waking up to the full and unified truth of who we are, standing prosperously now in that truth. You were planted here on earth at this time because there is something so unique inside of you. And when you ignite it, you light up the entire planetary grid. The answers that are needed on earth now are inside of modern women. They're inside of you. So go ahead and tilt your face upward towards source and allow the seed of sacred remembrance to open inside of you in that warmth. We're a community and network of women lighting up the globe by standing in the emanation of exactly who we are. Sacred, sovereign, creational, unified, and incredibly committed to love. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for being here. My guests and I hope that you glean so much transformative information on this podcast in each and every episode. I am so passionate about helping women to reframe our innate value and how we decide to exchange that value. So let's get clear about the intentions that are going on here with this podcast. This podcast is a gift to you. It is free. It is an act of service on my part to produce it. If you would like to take action to reciprocate for this gift, I'll mention a few things that are super helpful. 
One, you can rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify, because the more reactions that it gets, the more this information can reach more people. And the more this mission of sacred remembering and modern women standing in their truth can spread. Two, you can sign up for my email list at sarahpoet.com and follow me on Instagram at Embodied Breath. And this is helpful because I do intend to publish books and publishers are looking at those audience numbers. So if you want to help me play that game and in the meantime, get super valuable content from me, then you can stay connected in that way as well. If you would like to receive more via exchange, you can again, sign up for my email list, receive my new ebook called No Limits Going Beyond the Need for Boundaries by Redefining the Value of Your Feminine Resources. I'm excited about this. You can see that talking about the empowerment that is possible with women redefining our feminine resources is a hot topic for me right now. And of course, you can always pay forward this podcast episode by sending it to a friend. Thank you for your participation and your energy exchange at any level. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello, beautiful sacred remembering community. This is Sarah Poet. It is 2024. It is the beginning of February. I haven't released a podcast episode all month. The um, the first day of 2024, I released this podcast with Mary Costello that was so good. <laughs> I hope you've listened to it. Uh, heard back from some of you the feedback that it was just a really deep and authentic feminine share. And that is certainly what it was. Mary and I joined up each in our own processes, honoring our own gnosis, our own wisdom, our own process of remembering and just shared from that process of remembering, which was really, really beautiful and sacred. And I was coming out of a journey with this archetype of the holy daughter, which I'm going to talk about today. And then the past month, January of 2024, I don't know. I kept hearing people saying that it felt like the longest January of all time. I was good. I was having a great time because I was in a sacred remembering process around this beautiful and potent, like alchemical mystery of need. And so this episode is going to be about the Holy Daughter because I feel like I need to catch up. I've meant to tell you about the Holy Daughter now for a while. Um, And then the next episode is going to be about the topic of need and really one leads to the other because the holy daughter activation in our lives is really an activation around innocence and shedding a lot of previous programming, patriarchal programming, and you know, just really activating this beautiful archetype in our lives. And then I feel like right after that, the you know, the activation of really blessing our own needs um, just comes so naturally, like in, you know, in partnership with the Holy Daughter. 
And Mary and I, in the episode from January 1st, we're talking about need. Like we began to talk about the activation of need. And so then I just really deepened into that this past month. So I'm excited to sit down and record these this afternoon. I'm just really sending so much connection to all of you. And I just want to take a moment here to really connect with what is going on in the Sacred Remembering community, because if you have been listening to this podcast, if you are new to this podcast, I want you to know <laughs> that there is a live community that travels together through this like sacred mystery and this process of sacred remembering. And something really special happened this month. Actually, a lot of really special things. <laughs> but one of the really special things that happened was that we began to meet weekly on Sundays. And if <laughs> if you know me, there's this, um, you know, a bit of a heretical nature because I was raised in a Methodist church and there was this sacred remembering aspect that was always alive in me. Um, you know, even as a child, although I couldn't name it, that was like going after the feminine and just what I really wasn't into domination and control my whole life. I mean, go figure, right? And yet that was like really something very thick that I needed to um, bust out of. So I love playing with Sundays, you know, like we, we are um, doing something very sacred on this sun day, um, on this holy day and all days are holy, but, uh, on this traditional, you know, day of like religion. And we are bringing it back here to this divine remembrance of our own source connection, our own direct connection with the divine and the importance of our pathway of remembering what is available to us on this on this divine journey, right? So we meet on Sundays now, every Sunday. And if there's a fifth Sunday, we take that day off. But we have a rhythm. So the first Sunday in the month is our community call. We open it up with a theme. The theme going into February is receiving. So we're moving from need and um, gnosis was our January theme. And now we're moving into receiving in February, which is very, very awesome. So that we're going to just continue the journey all together. And then our second Sunday call is a medicine circle. And what that means is you bring your sacred medicine to the circle. So if you are someone who is remembering that you are a healer, that you are a psychic, that you are a nature guide, those kinds of things, anything that is your truth, you can bring where you are on your journey to the call. And maybe you need to practice speaking a truth that you haven't told anyone else yet. Or maybe you need to have an audience to practice your new craft or, you know, try out your new meditation or sound healing or something like that. Um, or maybe you need some like advice or, you know, coaching or just sister support. So that's the second Sunday call. 
And then the third call of the of the month is always our Heartland call. So Heartland is my <laughs> flavor of sacred remembering. Um and Heartland is about the regenerative feminine. So moving beyond resource depletion and coming into regenerative energetics. And so we journey, we do sacred journey and we um you know play with these new energetics of the Heartland. And it was just really important for me to have at least a monthly touch point for that. So we're doing that now. And then the fourth Sunday is a blessing in a prayer circle where we kind of review the month. We touch in again as community, and then we share, you know, the needs, the blessings, and really amplify the energy for everyone's well-being, everyone's prosperity, everyone in the sacred remembering community is sovereign. We are all on our own sacred remembering journey. And this is what makes this space very different than other spaces that you will see and memberships that you will see is that you're not just buying into, you know, one woman's like empire. This is not the Sarah Poet empire. This is actually about everyone's well-being and regenerative prosperity and the amplification and prosperity and benefit of the whole whole, the whole. Okay. We all rise together. So sacred remembering community can be found at sarahpoet.com, of course. And there's monthly membership options, annual membership options. And I just added this. We're going to try this out for a bit. There's an option to do a monthly subscription with one private session with me per month. So one private energy and soul alignment session with me per month in your own sovereignty, right? Aligning you to your own soul and watching those energetics organize and organize your life. So it's not a coaching contract. It is, or like, you know, it's not a contract for a long-term, like, I am always available to you. That's something different. This is the full membership, all of the benefits, everything I talked about, less more calls because I didn't even talk about the soul money call. That's, you know, many additions, right, in the Mighty Network. And then this particular option is for one private session per month, and it's only 222. So that is like getting the membership for free. Okay, so this is exciting. You can find all of this at sarahpoet.com. And if you'll bear with me for just one more moment, I want to share one more thing with you, which is that um, Sacred Remembering community member, sister of mine, Kelly Al, she was on the podcast a few episodes back. She is an alchemical painter. We did an amazing episode together with just a lot of alchemy. I know that if you've listened to that one, you are still <laughs> like in the medicine of that um, share. So Kelly and I have been really talking about this need piece. And this is um, again, going to be in the next episode as well. But, you know, going into the innocence and going into the sacred nature of need and going into like what can happen when we really feel the need. I'll talk about this more in the next episode, so I won't repeat myself right now, but Kelly and I are going to have a workshop. We're hosting a workshop for members and non-members. Everyone with a womb is invited because this is called womb-ifestation. <laughs> it's a womb-ifestation workshop instead of 
manifestation, right? So there's a whole different energetic coming through. And um, when we land the innocence and the purity of the holy daughter, you know, we're, we're talking about a whole different realm here of sovereignty and womb awakening and creational power really is, is what this is. So we're moving beyond, you know, hustle, production, old school manifestation to get our needs met. And then we're like going into this realm of primordial womb, micro macro womb, and the relationship with the Holy mother and, um, taking our needs there and then watching that magic that happens. It really is magic that happens. So February 24th, we are going to be hosting and co-hosting, co-leading a workshop to descend you into the truth of your need. And it's going to be a painting workshop because Kelly is a painter. Um, you don't need to be a painter. You don't need to have previous experience painting. And th this is all abstract. So there's like no need to paint a thing. Like we use the paints to go into the soul process. I've done this with Kelly and it's very, very beautiful. So that is February 24th. And you'll want to be on the email list at sarahpoet.com if you want the information about that. Or you can just email me at sarah at sarahpoet.com and say, I want to get in on this alchemical womifestation workshop with you and Kelly. And then I will get you the info. Okay, so now we are going to dive into the Holy Daughter. Okay, and I think what I want to do here is a little impromptu, just, you know, <sighs> centering. Let's call it a centering. So wherever you are, if you're able to safely, you can close your eyes if you want to. And if you're driving, that's okay. Just pay attention to your breath. You don't have to. Um, yeah, you can do this while you're moving. But I want to invite you to just tune into the breath in the body in this moment and Start to get curious about this topic of the Holy Daughter and what it has to do with you. So most of the listeners of this podcast are women. I know that there are some men out there and I love that. So there's, there's also the archetype of the Holy Child. Of course, the Holy Son has um, been something that we're used to hearing, right? So you can ask yourself, like, you know, how do I relate to the Holy Child? And we're asking this, how do I relate to this Holy Daughter aspect or Holy Child aspect in me? And just take a few really gentle breaths with this awareness and this idea of a possibility that you are a holy daughter. You carry this like beautiful, natural essence 
And like the potentiality to like really activate this in your life. So just noticing what comes up right now that tells you that you are not this or that you don't deserve this or what feels heavy. Like, oh, you know, I'm a female. I'm not allowed to be a holy daughter. Only men get that. Or I'm carrying so much and the burden feels so big. I can't even imagine what a holy daughter feels like. Or maybe you have like active pain or uh, past history pain body experience with parents or with a notion of even like divine parents. And so there, there may even be a trauma in the way of you being able to grok your holy nature. But what I'm asking you is to just get curious about it. What if, you know, you considered and experienced your breath as a holy breath? This breath of life that comes into you, this breath of life, like this spirit that moves through you every time you breathe in. And getting curious about your divine nature, the divine intelligence that made you and this like divine soul that you carry in this body, this soul with divine purpose, divine intelligence, divine gnosis, your own ways of knowing, your own ways of being. Your holy, holy nature. Breathing that curiosity into your heart space. Yeah. And then here in this space, I just want to also invite you to get curious about your own innocence. your own innocence and feeling into this for yourself like nobody else needs to tell you that you have permission to be innocent you could maybe even imagine yourself as like a very very small baby and touch the innocence when you first came into this world. And just acknowledging to yourself that no matter what has happened, no matter what has transpired, that there is an element of this innocence that is very much present and intact and maybe even like it hears us today and you know it comes out to play and to show itself to you more often like let's evoke this sacred sacred innocence 
inside of your being, inside of your holy nature. Okay, so all stories aside, all mistakes aside, all burdens aside, you are a child of the divine. And here, let's open our hearts in consideration that we can look at the divine as, you could say, mother, father, God, a unified Godhead, unified source. And there's this aspect, holy mother, holy father. Holy Mother, Holy Father. There may be some sacred remembrance for you required here, for all of us really, because what we were told was, you know, church and God and Father and Mother, all of that was within a specific paradigm, and I'll say a specific program that was kind of um, designed to strip us of our personal power and our own remembering and our holy nature. I mean, that was really the, the purpose of it, to strip us of our holy nature so that we would become dependent on false parents. So there is a holy mother, a holy father, and a holy child. And you, my love, play a part in this holy trinity. The holy trinity can be looked at in many ways. Again, there was a religious version of that. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about a reclaimed trinity where we have mother, father, child. Mother, father, child. And we know that we have holy mother, holy father, and then like the, the holy child example of Jesus Christ, right? And we've all been given that example with a skewed story. And then, you know, we had holy mother, holy child, holy daughter, Mary Magdalene incarnated at the same time as Jesus Christ. And then we have, as the story goes, Holy Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Mother, Mary Magdalene, Holy Daughter, Sarah. Okay? They had a daughter named Sarah. Some say, some believe. We don't know. This is like such a fun, sacred remembering activity. It's like, what do I sense? Do I sense that these two were a divine union couple? Do I sense that there's a holy daughter? You know, that's like Da Vinci Code stuff, right? <laughs> and more. So, okay, so those are some of the curiosities that you can be with. And then I'm going to um, open my eyes and come back to the notes that I made for this episode. But I invite you to listen in any way that's right for you. Okay, and so we have begun to activate the curiosity. Huh. Yeah, so I think I'll stay there with that um, Jesus and Magdalene, um, or Yeshua and Magdalene um, union, and, and their 
daughter, Sarah, which does feel like truth to me. It does feel like truth to me. And it's very interesting walking, you know, with that name. And I feel a very close affiliation to this lineage. Like my remembering path was really about remembering Mary Magdalene and putting her back next to Yeshua and then also learning more about like their families and their history and what was going on at that time in the earth. And then it's just really fascinating to, you know, imagine that they did have a daughter. And, um, you know, some say that Mary Magdalene pregnant fled and um, went to France and had Sarah and they lived in France. I've heard that like Sarah married a gypsy. I mean, we don't know, right? <laughs> so um, there, are, there are different people that are like remembering different aspects of this holy family. And um, that's really exciting because this is the time on earth where these activations are coming forward. Like this is the time on earth where we actually can live in Christ consciousness. And so Christ consciousness was not what the church told us. It, it was, um, you know, like co-opted into being a political thing, like somebody owned Christ consciousness. <laughs> and that's just not true. Because the whole mission was that we all actually understood our divine source connection and our direct link to the divine. Like we're all sacred inside of that source connection and our hearts, like when we see the sacred heart of Jesus that meant one thing in Catholicism, you know, we know that as like this sacred place where heaven and earth actually merge. Okay. So one of the pieces of sacred remembrance that came in for me in December regarding the Holy Daughter and the Holy Daughter Sarah is that she, you know, was birthed of human parents, but like human parents that understood both, um, like such a, such an amazing understanding of the divine, right. And of sovereignty and of divine union and sovereign unity. And then th they conceived of bodies of love, like, and of earth. And I just want to say here before moving on that there was like a very real possibility that um, immaculate conception still could have occurred, right? Because we have grandmother Anna, we have mother Mary, who was immaculate conception from grandmother Anna, and then uh, mother Mary, who was born of immaculate conception herself, then brought in Yeshua via immaculate conception. And so, you know, this, and then I believe also that we have this entire, you know, soul group that incarnated with them, including Mary Magdalene. So the practices, the energetics, the know-how, the divine relationship, the source connection, the purity was all there that Sarah really could have been immaculately conceived, but she was actually conceived with the seed of a man. Like she was conceived of earth and she was born of two human bodies. And so I think that this is a very, very important like 
key code of our time, what Sarah represents is this, you know, new earthly frequency of holiness and of like holiness and embodiment in the earth. So you can feel into that. Yeah, really, really big reminder that, you know, what is holy and innocent and pure and words like that, like it's not just the spiritual realms. Like we have to consider also this divine and holy nature of this actually being um, an earthly (laughs) possibility and incarnation. And there's more here than I'll be able to get across with words, but you can just begin to feel into this energetically. And you're actually invited into the sacred remembering space because I made a collection of materials in December of Holy Daughter information and activations. I made it into like a quote unquote little course. And so members in Sacred Remembering Mighty Network can go there anytime and at your own pace and just walk through these things and get more of an activation of the Holy Daughter for yourself. So with Sarah, there's this energy and frequency and visual of the blue rose. And the blue rose, um, you know, some people are talking about this. I don't think I don't think many people are talking about this yet. And okay, so we're at this time where where this like new level of holiness is coming into like physical potentiality. And my work um, over time has evolved to include an understanding of the earth grids and our energy grid systems. Um, not like an acupuncturist would, but when I close my eyes, I see like architecture that connects us from the planet into soul and source connection. And then when I'm in, you know, client sessions and things, we're working with that architecture to heal the architecture and clean out what is like uh, not organic and bring back the organic living architecture of creation. And this is what holds creation in place. And so we have the, the grid lines in the earth, the ley lines in the earth, the podcast introduction to this podcast is really an activation into beginning to feel into the the, um, energetic grid systems in the earth. And we are repairing those now. Like now is a very, very big time of repairing those. You may have heard about ley lines, grid lines, dragon lines, and 2024 is a really big year for this. And so as these lines of energy are restoring and there are many many of us that are like working on that um you know these like energetics and the the potentiality for the energetic architecture to be restored um is really coming back online in a very new way so in december <laughs> i was um sensing sarah and her blue rose and i was just journeying with this and getting really curious about the the blue rose. And um, 
I think I talked about this a bit on the last podcast with Mary Costello, that at one point I was journeying with the frequency and essence of the blue rose. And I'll say like the magical sort of medicine nature of the blue rose because it's a frequency but it also like activates other other things right that like it's like a lock and key sort of thing and so I was journeying with the blue rose and I was kind of down and in the earth but I was also down and in. I felt like I was down in like the second dimension so Um, you know, we have spent historically and on spiritual ascension journeys and planetary ascension journeys. We've talked a lot about spirituality that's above and beyond the body, but now part of the revelation of actual planetary ascension, an actual planetary healing of these divisive energies is that we also now go down and into the earth, (laughs) go down and into. And so I was shown that there needed to like be this descent into the second dimension. And then with the blue rose, there was this like really massive unlocking and freeing up of like captivated energy And for me on my soul's journey and my mission, like that had been three years in the making. I mean, the freedom of this energy that was like encapsulated and trapped inside of the earth grids was like a part of my mission that I had become aware of in like 2020, 2021. And yet I hadn't been able to like, see how, like, how do we get this energy that's been, you know, siphoned and stolen and, um, just kind of harvested and entrapped, like, how do we actually free it? And so it was Sarah and this blue rose, like key technology that, um, allowed me to go in and, um, just like really, it feels like such a blessing. I mean, it is a blessing, but in this moment, I'm overwhelmed and kind of at a loss for words about just the absolute miracle on this, you know, layer and level of like earth and and um and below, right? And so um yeah, I just feel like such a a like a closeness and um a reverence for this blue rose that this holy daughter Sarah has for us. Um and so you might want to just journey with that. You want to you know meditate with that or or ask her to show you and And so the other thing that really happened in December while I was in this Holy Daughter activation, and I believe we also talked about this in episode 155, is that this crystal spiral technology then began to move kind of in in the right way. And um, it was like, you know, this, like I've said a couple of times now, like this lock and key um, where a lot of the earth's energetics and the earth grid energies and you know just like the meridians in our body could like get stuck or um you know we we might have like an 
entity or energy inside of our systems. And like we go to acupuncture and they focus with the needles and the meridian opens back up and our energy moves again. And like the energy in the earth is very, very similar to that. Uh, from what I can tell. And sometimes it's like we are the, you know, divine activators that are kind of like pair with the earth to get the energy moving again. Like we are the acupuncture needles. <laughs> um, and yeah, so so there's there's this like if nothing had been disturbed, if nothing had been co-opted, if nothing had been stolen or subverted, then there would be a way that the energy architecture in the earth and the energy flow in the earth would would just flow. But the truth of the matter is, is that there was a lot of taking coercion, co-opting, you know, and you can just, I know that I'm using a lot of big words here, but it's like, just imagine like, okay, well, what framework what consciousness could have possibly put something like patriarchy into place where we have like domination and control and some people have access to resources and some people don't and some people are owned as property some people are free like this is insanity right and so that kind of insanity would need to be held inside of a grid of consciousness or the organic grid of consciousness or the organic grid of creation would have to be diverted and subverted so that it could be used to host and sort of like uh, support, falsely support um, a false system. And that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what my sacred remembering has led me to, right? So there are all of these currents of energy and all of these ways. Um, you could look at it like sacred geometry a bit. Um, all of these ways that organic creation, organic thriving life creation, the way source intelligence meant for it to be. There are all of these ways where um, where that energy is actually like you know, supposed to flow. It's like how it's supposed to, to be. And this sacred blue rose frequency of Sarah, of the Holy Daughter, like helps to correct that planetary flow of energy so that it is more and more and more available to a restored organic architecture and structure of creation. You could say Christ consciousness. <laughs> okay. So I hope that um, this weaving is, is sparking things in you. And I'm sure that not all of it makes sense. And that's, <laughs> that's okay. That's great. Um, because this is like all an invitation to remember. Okay. So then I want to do one last segment on this and talk about. Uh, purity and false parents and false sin and innocence and restoration. Okay. <laughs> so um, in a like false creation, like uh, patriarchy, right? We're, we are given all these ideas about what is our authority, right? We're giving, given all of these like rules to follow and all of these ideas about 
all of these external authority kind of figures or structures throughout our lives. Like we've been, you know, getting this information since we were born, since we were young. And um, so I want to introduce this concept of the false parent. And the false parent can be anything that was given authority between you and the Holy Mother and you and the Holy Father. Okay, so anything that got in the way of this trinity. So that's a lot, right? So with the Holy Daughter, we're we're inviting ourselves, like all things considered, whether you had a really, really positive relationship with your human parents or a really horrible relationship with your human parents, just for the activation of this archetype in your life, which part of me says is the only archetype you ever need on a sacred feminine reclamation journey. I mean, that's something I'm still like, you know, may change my mind about that, but I really do feel this, um, that the Holy Daughter is like the only archetype that we need because it puts us directly back into this like sacredness of being the daughter and the child of the holy parents. So all of these other authority figures or authority structures made you feel a certain kind of way. They, um, you know, had you believe things about like what your place was or what you should or should not do or the um, appropriateness of your behavior or the sins of your behavior. Like that's not my word. That's like (laughs) a um, cultural religious word that I'm using, but I don't have, I'm not saying that to you. (laughs) It just felt yucky in my mouth and I needed to say that. Um, so, so you have gotten all of these messages, which I'm going to call them distortions. I'm going to call them like, um, you know, attempts and probably successful attempts to get you to forget your divine and holy and direct nature as the holy daughter. And so there's very much an invitation on the part of your soul to reunify with the true and holy parents and to ask yourself and evaluate where you're still kind of giving um, your, your power or allowing your power to be subverted um, to false parents. So questions you could ask are like, what are false parent structures in my life? What power am I allowing these false parent structures to, you know, to have of mine or to take? Do I want to continue doing that? What happens if I imagine myself as the direct descendant, the direct daughter of Holy Father and Holy Mother? How does that change me? Okay, then we get this, like all these things about worthiness and is a, is a daughter allowed to be holy and all that stuff, right? But if you look at it 
it all came out of this like programming that told you to orient somewhere else. Now let's look at this. When you are told to orient toward false parents and you believe in yourself less and you think you're worth less and you um, hustle for your value and hustle for your love, then all of that energy is like spinning wheels. It is like you are seeking so hard the validation of your inherent holiness, but you're misplacing it, displacing it because you've been trained to onto these whole, I'm sorry, false parents. And then your energy is like taken. It's like you're wasting your energy. It's like you are depleting yourselves trying to get the validation from false parent structures. And it's like, well, where does that energy go? And this is the same thing that I was just talking about, about the earth and the diverted structures of energy and the earth. And like some of your energy went there. Okay. At least some of it. Okay. The good news is that we're freeing it, right? And then it becomes more available and more available um, to you. And as you redevote yourself to the holy parents, um, these this architecture of creation can again hold you. Do you see the, the connection there? Okay, so when we see ourselves as the daughter of source, as the daughter of Mother, Father, God, it is not at all, by the way, like an egoic or self-righteousness thing. This comes with the greatest like humility, the greatest love, the greatest amount of innocence. I actually talked about this. I did an episode a few back on the topic of radiance, and I tied the holy daughter in at the end of that episode. So go back and check that one out as well if you haven't already. Um, I think I'll do the same thing because I'm remembering that I did it, but I don't remember exactly what I said. But that episode on radiance was about bringing in the light of creation. Some might say the light of Holy Father, but that might be a little too far like stretched for some of us to grok right now. So we could say the light of the divine masculine or just the light. Um, and like bringing that into the innocence that we are is what allows us to radiate as the holy daughter. So I'm going to kind of say that again in a different way. So if we were walking around, I'm pretty sure that anyone listening to this podcast and resonating with this is not going to do this, but just <laughs> hypothetically, if we were walking around and we were like, oh, we catch wind that there's this thing called the Holy Daughter. And if I get into that, then I've got all this access. I've got all this like direct connection to God. I'm going to go there, right? <laughs> like it wouldn't work in that case if someone were trying to manipulate it because it's such an, uh, an honesty. It's such a purity. It's such a... Um, it's like, I think we come across this on our path when 
we've done so much else. We've like traversed feminine and masculine and like reclamation and healing and like on and on and on and on. And we're like, okay, <laughs> I'm a little tired <laughs> and, and I'm a warrior, but my gosh, you know, I'm also just like, <sighs> You know where it came from for me was like a, a deep, deep journey into like deep humility um, that life handed me. And then also as a result of that, uh, a really, really deep self-love. Again, not in a greedy sense, not in an egoic sense, but in like noticing my own innocence knowing and cherishing like my own innocence and just seeing and loving myself for like all that I've tried and all that I've done and loving myself for all of the energy that I've wasted in trying to battle all of the false parents and all of the energy that I've spent like knowing that there were all of these false parent structures and then not really knowing how to reclaim all of my energy back from that. And like, just being so devoted to that journey. It's like just honoring my own journey, not in a superficial way at all, but just like a coming home to love. I don't know if I can explain it any better than that right now. So the holy daughter is is something just so pure it's like such a pure love and when we heard the word purity from the church especially directed at women right we thought that that meant like live without sin don't have sex before marriage like all of these rules about what the church said was purity that is yuck in my mouth as well as i say that and I'm really talking about like a purity in this love of God, a purity in the innocence of the Holy Daughter. So like this thread that runs through innocence, radiance, purity, that really only comes from like being this, it's almost like an open vessel, this embodied earthly open vessel that just is like ready to bring in the love of, of God. And then we also are willing to emanate and share the love of the Holy Parents, the love of Mother, Father, God. And that really can't be faked. It couldn't be forced. It's like, you know, this is why I'm saying that the Holy Daughter is maybe the only archetype that we ever need. Because if you're going to play around with other sacred feminine archetypes on your journey and like embody them, great. Like you can kind of fake it till you make it a little bit with each one of those. Or like you can feel into the energy, feel the frequency of the energy and like activate that in your life. And to some extent, I do feel that you can feel into the essence of what I'm saying about a holy daughter and, you know, allow that to activate into your life. But it's just, it's just so much more pure in my opinion and my experience. Um, 
it brings everything home and it brings like this notion of something like sacred feminine back into like, <laughs> I'm, I am a daughter of the divine. I'm a daughter of the divine. There's, there's an innocence about daughter, isn't there? Yeah. You can feel into that. Okay, beloved. So I think I am going to end there. This has been fun. What took me so long this month to get back to you? <laughs> so I'm going to release this episode and then I will be back with another episode on need. And please, if this is resonating with you, let's invite you to community. This is your invitation right here and now to come on over to Sacred Remembering. Um, remember those different membership options. You can come check it out. And I do tell people, uh, please give it like three months. You know, I think in the first month, a lot of people are nervous to begin speaking out and like taking full advantage of the community. But you are going to see that there is a definite <laughs> flow and real community. And there's something so beautiful happening there. We have been a community since 2021, holy moly. And now it's 2024. And, you know, some people come and some people go and we're growing all the time. And um, yeah, that to say that like, we have this down. By now we have this down and we are meeting weekly so it can be your new church <laughs> um, if you liked the kinds of things that I talked about today and want to learn more about them then I definitely <laughs> recommend that you um, become a member of Sacred Remembering Community, the live community and um, just dive in and ask the questions and become involved. We would love, love, love to um, get to know you, support your journey and just like grow a community of women who are doing this. And like the intro on the beginning of the podcast, you know, as we all kind of sink our feet down into these, like this new earth and these new earth grids, we light up the grid together. That's what this is about. That's what this mission is about. And you are a sovereign and beautiful and vital and holy part of that. So, so much love. Reach out anytime, sarahpoet.com, and I will talk to you soon.